Hey, I'm Nick. And I'm Ricky. And welcome to the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. All right, first podcast of the new year. We took a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit longer than we had anticipated. It's been a busy January. And we're going to get into it with a hot button issue of AI, specifically what to do to keep your skill set current in the wake of AI. And I'm going to open here by saying AI is not taking anybody's job right now. Like everyone that's freaking out, look at the possibilities. And that is a, a very good statement. It is look at the possibilities. Is it there yet? No, it's there in some ways. Like it can do some really cool stuff. Don't get me wrong. It can write some contracts. It can do, it can do coding. Like a a great starting point. Yeah, it's a great starting point. And I do think Chad GPT, when they do version four, like I think, and the paid version as well, I do think that like we need to reassess at that point, like where it's at, especially if it moves as quickly as determined by like Moore's law, which past data suggests that it, but like right now, as of January, 2023, it's not going to take your job right now. Can it make your job easier? Yes. And actually that's what we're here to talk about is what are the skill sets that you need to start building right now? Because when there's a disruptive technology that can potentially replace people or, and not all people, just some, or make people more efficient or have more output, the best thing to do is embrace it and learn it and master it so that it works for you and not against you. Yeah, I think the like the first obvious one is take some time and actually go and try and use some of the tools, right? Use some of the AI tools, try to understand them and how they work so that you can actually get a footing in terms of what does this mean for you? Absolutely. So look, if you want to know where to start, understanding how to write prompts so that the AI can then work for you, that's actually the starting point. And I'll tell you right now, there's a million and one course creators out there that are trying to charge whatever it is. There's a bunch of people out there trying to charge to teach you the prompts when, you know, you can probably find a lot of them on YouTube and or just Googling around. However, if you want to save a bunch of time, buying like a $20 course actually might not be bad from a time-saving perspective. But I would say that I've seen YouTube videos of somebody create with three different AIs create like a website. Like now, how good is that website? If it's your very first business or you're one person, it's good enough for now. But if you're an established business, it's not good enough yet. It's just not there yet. There's other uses you can have with it. Like for example, like if you're trying to come up with creative ideas and you want to actually use it to bounce creative ideas off of, you can actually do that. Or you can ask it for a campaign that's very specific and set up very specific parameters and tell it to come up with 10 different themes so that it's almost if you had somebody to work with to bounce ideas off of and you don't, you can bounce ideas off of the AI or copywriting. It can copyright actually pretty well. Again, very driven by the prompts that you write and ask it to do. And the one thing that I think that people really need to understand behind this is that you can ask it for one thing and then refine it more and more. So What I've seen a lot of people try to do, especially out of the gate, is just ask it to do something like comprehensively. So like their command prompt will be like extremely long, which like if you have a ton of experience, like definitely possible. But if you're newer at it, you got to ask it to do one thing and then say, okay, take that, but 
amend it like this or make these changes or also take into consideration these other things and slowly but surely refine it down to the thing that you're looking for. And that's where I would like really play around with it, learn some prompts, like Google some prompts. And you can even ask actually chat GPT if you, if believe it or not, it's, hey, what is the best way that I can get you to do the following? And it'll actually tell you, it's, oh, like you should prompt this and that. And it'll actually make suggestions on how you can use it itself to, to actually produce what you want. Yeah. And I think taking a slightly different approach, obviously like you can use the AI for ideation. It's a great tool for getting some starting points that you can get the ball rolling with. But I would also say for anyone looking to be able to really leverage these tools as best as possible, actually getting some creative training, in my opinion, is quite good because what these tools are doing is they're essentially commoditizing the execution, right? So you become basically the editor versus the person who's creating the original piece. And if you're someone, you know, like in a creative role, being able to really come up with strong ideas in marketing, for example, coming up with those good campaign ideas, things that are really going to resonate like with the brand that you're working on. But those are things that the chatbot's not going to be able to do quite yet. Yeah. And we'll see where it goes on that, but you can use it to bounce those ideas off of it. And like the more complex things, like Ricky mentioned, like the idea generation, that's where it's going to need help. So look at it like a very much like tactical confidant, right? If you know what you, the direction that you're trying to go in, if you're asking for the details, it's very good at the details. And this is actually kind of like quite reminiscent of chess back in the day when it's like, because chess is a finite game and eventually started beating like the best people in the world. And, and then they did some tournaments where it was like computer versus person. And eventually the computers were winning like the vast majority of the time. But then they matched a computer with somebody that was like a grandmaster at chess. And like the combination of having that grandmaster basically identify the overall strategy, but then getting the machine, the computer to do the tactical follow-up based on the strategy would actually beat the computer all the time. So like I, I, at this moment in time, I would actually look at that at any kind of AI, like that situation you're guiding the strategy. It is executing the tactics but it depends on the tactics at this point, because yeah. I don't think it's quite there even on the tactical side, but will it in the next three months, six months, a year? Yeah. Like I personally believe it's going to start executing tactics better than humans can, as long as it follows Moore's law again, very quickly. So the thing that we have to do in order to retain our value in the job market, or even as an agency is learn how to use this and have those strategic ideas because that's the last thing that the ai will be able to figure on that exactly the creative thought yeah and i think if you look forward like two three four years like where is this going obviously it's developing very rapidly but those elements are still going to be relevant so even when it gets to the point where it does start to replace certain jobs certain roles I think the roles that you're going to see that are going to be continuing to be in the workforce are the ones that are able to guide it, able to think strategically, able to put together like a very robust plan that makes more sense than what you could do with the AI itself. So those are the things that you really need to be working on, not just today, but in the next few years as these things start to get smarter and smarter. 
Yeah. And again, it's like, it's not time to panic, but it's definitely time to read. It's definitely time to gain knowledge and it's definitely time to try to get ahead of it before it gets ahead of you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in until next time.